TheLinguist.com, the power of language. Hi, we are here with David and Jill to discuss a couple stories, actually three stories today. Um, sea Devil, uh, Alicia, and A Mountain Journey. Now, we'll start with Sea Devil uh, today, and, and the focus is on the conflict that's in Sea Devil, what little or what there is of it. But first, let's let's just do a quick, quick sort of summary of what the story is about on the surface. On the surface, Sea Devil is simply about a man who takes enjoyment in going out in the evening and fishing using a cast net. He lives on the uh, Florida coast. Weather's warm. Uh, heavy hand of summer is one of the lines that that uh, refers to the the setting. Uh, it is simply a man going fishing on the surface so there there is a lot more to it than just a man going fishing the first question I'd like to ask David and Jill is uh, why do you think uh, the author set the story at night versus you know going out during the day to go fishing I believe this chap uh, doesn't have to fish it's mentioned that it's not his forte or his vocation he does this because he wants to uh, why he does it at night, I never consider that. You're presenting something out of the elements. There's a temporal, there's a, the timing is wrong. Uh, he's, he's in an, an element that is not his own element because he's not a fisherman by trade. Um, I'm grasping at straws here because I, I never really considered it. Um, he's in over his head figuratively and li- literally in this story. And... Uh, um, I don't know. Jill, do you have any uh, notions why it takes place in the evening? Uh, the only reason reason I can think of is that it just makes it all a little bit more mysterious and, and frightening because it's at night and everything's more frightening when it's dark and you can't see what's going on. And, and um, yeah, that's about it. I think the passage at best sort of alludes to the reasons why he went out at night. Uh, it reads... Uh, or he liked all that that because he found in it a reality that seemed to be missing from his 20th century job and from his daily life. He liked being the hunter, skilled and solitary and elemental. There was no conscious cruelty in the way he felt. It was the way things had been in the beginning. Now, it's by setting it at night, you're, da- you're back to basics. In night time, there's no visuals. It's a it's a clean slate. He's he's going back to basics. He likes a solitary element of the nighttime setting. And how far back to basics does he go? There's a line in it that I just I love. We're seeing a guy who is he's not necessarily rejecting contemporary life, but he seems to be looking for something that is not offered in contemporary life. And reading it, I, I'm seeing this person go further and further back, and there's allusions to it. Uh, the first hunter gatherers and there's a line here um, he says he made sure his feet were planted solidly then he waited feeling the tension that is older than the human race the fierce acceleration of the hunter at the moment of the ambush the atavistic desire to capture and kill and ultimately consume he's finding something that, that, that we've lost where does meat come from they don't come from cows it comes from Safeway that's the kind of thing where do fish come from 
They come from, uh, you know, the, the, fishmonger. The, the fishmonger. That's right. Uh, that's what I really loved about this story. When, so when you talk about going back, I really identify with that. Okay, good. I, I think we got, we got the reason why the author set, it, uh, set the story at night rather than day. Um, next question I'd like to ask is there are a number of different conflicts in this story. Two sort of stand out. What might those two conflicts be? Jill? Uh, I guess the most obvious one would be man against nature um, because the ocean and the, the sea life is much more powerful than him. And uh, I guess the other conflict is, uh, is him against himself. Okay, I'm going to let David talk about that. <laughs> uh, the question was conflicts. conflicts. The conflicts. Um, if there are two, uh, there might be 20 in here. The classic man versus fish, uh, you know, <laughs> which, you know, made famous by Hemingway's The Old Man in the Sea. I was uh, remarking to uh, Keith that it's a secularized old man in the sea. Um, as we talk about the, the, a man, a very grounded man, a surface man, uh, something from the, you know, the caveman type of man wrestling with a fish. Um, so we have uh, man versus nature, man versus a fish, and uh, I'm not sure what the other one is. I think it's, a ver- it's probably above me. I can't quite get it. It has something to do with perhaps himself and what he's doing. I don't know, Keith, can you uh, help out? Basically, to me, in reading the, the, the this story, it's definitely the major conflict is man versus nature, or van, man versus the, the fish. But also, and it, it goes back to the reasons why he is fishing, fishing in the first place. He has an inner conflict. He's, he's mm-hmm. trying to to regain something that he feels is missing in himself. So it, it's a almost man versus something that's missing <laughs> something but yeah he's he's missing something in his life and the challenge of the conflict is you know how to get it back or or regain that basic need to connect with nature how did you categorize it what you call that man against himself yeah it's a man against himself story but it's not a classic man against himself. He's rather than fighting inner demons, he is he's fighting to regain something. The conflict is not what is causing problems within him, but what is is missing. What is he trying to regain in himself? There's a line at the end. I think he's. I think actually, it's it's hard to choose who wins when it's a man against himself. But I think in this sense, he wins. Uh, it, he. He wins literally, and then at the end it says, Calm and serene, it sailed, symbol of man's proud mastery over nature. I think it's a, it's a mastery over nature and mastery over himself that through this struggle, through this atavistic struggle, he found something beautiful and wonderful in his life. He found it out there. He may not go out there again at night, and he may not have to. He, this may be one of the greatest moments of his life, and I, I think he really found something that was missing in life, a, a genuine challenge, and a, a feeling of being at one with nature and uh, getting back to uh, back to the pasture, I guess, in a sense. My next question is, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Jill to answer this one, how is this story 
a comment on male behavior, or is it a comment on male behavior? I think he interpreted it as something very important. Women don't seem to do these things. Men will take apart a car and work on it for three years. Uh, women will say, just buy a new one. Yeah. <laughs> they don't understand that. True, so true, based, like, true. I'll, I'll ask it in a different way. Now, David and I can identify with a lot of the elements in it. I mean, as some might say, going out fishing in the middle of the night in a skiff is a really stupid thing to do. But David and I are going, yeah, sure, <laughs> giddy up, let's do that. That sounds like fun. How is this a story? Now, how is this a story, a comment on male behavior? Is this a reflection of typical male behavior? When I say that, do men do stupid things out of innate need, or is, is this, this guy out of the ordinary? Is he doing something that's beyond what most men do? No, I think he is doing what most men do. I I know a lot of guys, and they all seem to do things that are illogical or stupid or dangerous, and they know it, but that doesn't matter. They just they want the challenge or the excitement or whatever it is, and uh, that kind of outweighs any security issues or health issues. And uh, I don't know. I think men in general tend to have probably a more, and I'm, prob- I'm probably overgeneralizing here, but I'd say maybe a little bit more of an adventurous quality to them than women. And maybe that has to do with the fact that women are, most women are more maternal naturally, which is, you know, you need to take care of yourself and you need to be there for your family. I just want to ask you quickly, I think you partially answered it, but why? Why? Why is this so yeah, common? I know. Do you do you have any comment, Jill? Male chemistry is haywire. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> you are just born that way, and you cannot help it. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. I don't know what else to say. Well, we'll wrap up this segment by just saying and asking both of you: What did you like or dislike about the story? I liked the whole story. I it was exciting, and it kept me wanting to read it held my attention I wanted to keep reading and I you never really knew until the very end whether he was going to live or die so you wanted to keep reading to find out yeah absolutely it was a tight story a quick read it was well written and it was a great story and I enjoyed it thoroughly a boy and his fish okay (laughs) (laughs) thelinguist.com the power of language.